Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, Dave's Marketplace, locally owned and operated, celebrating 50 years of great food in Little Rhodey. And what do we love best in Little Rhodey? Lobster rolls. To celebrate, a twin pack of lobster salad rolls on King's Hawaiian Rolls, just $9.99. How about this for a nice fall dinner? You take some Dave's Extra Lean Turkey Tenderloin Tips with some Rayo's Homemade Pasta. Put them all in Rayo's Homemade Tomato Basil. Sounds like dinner to me. Here's a great Dave's deal. Grown in Idaho potato fries. Dipper fries, shoestring fries. But when you buy one bag of grown in Idaho potato, you get a Dave's rotisserie chicken for only $4.99. From the Dave's Gourmet Cheese Shop, Wensleydale Cranberry Stilton. Dave's has over 40 varieties of specialty pizza from the Dave's Pizza Oven. $3 off this week. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is 50. Dave's is Rhode Island in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. With- you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. And I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, back where we belong here in the Blue Plate Diner. I'm at the end of the counter, and the counter is crowded today, as is the rest of the diner. You'd think it was a three-day holiday weekend or something, and it is Columbus Day. Yes, we're on record as observing Columbus Day. Hey, here's a taste of a deli in southern Vermont that is making some national news. The Vermont Country Deli made the rave review section, that's not what they call it, in Bon Appetit, where these uh, couple of uh, couple of reviewers, I guess they all pitch the magazine and they say, hey, you know, we've been eating at some great places and so forth and on. I guess two of them actually agreed upon the Vermont Country Deli in Brattleboro, and they focused in on a couple of specialties. One was the Route 9 roast beef, described as a leaning tower of cheddar, tomatoes, and roast beef jolted with horseradish sauce. And the roll it's on is huge. It looks like a bulky. And it's amazing. But it got me to thinking that that part of the state is, to me, particularly known for great delis. Not that the rest of the state is not. I mean, we have the Aviation Deli in the backyard and uh, lots of places that have great sandwiches and so on. But for whatever reason, the southern part of the state has a couple of kind of landmark delis. In Bellows Falls, for example, which is kind of still southern Vermont, there's a place called Lisaiace, and I'm sure I'm, I'm not pronouncing it right, but I've never had to. It's just the country deli. And it's it's kind of funny because in Rhode Island, where I spend a lot of time, we say things and mark landmarks from where places used to be. And this place is where Lisaes used to be, in the, uh, kind of further down on um, uh, near uh, just off Route 5, Atkinson Street down there. And uh, they are getting it done with just these colossal sandwiches. And everybody has their favorite, and people go in and order a, a, a number nine or a number ten or a, a Joe or something like that. And there's just these great sandwiches in the southern part of Vermont. 
really interesting. And you know what? It's great fuel for your leaf peeping excursion. And about everybody is doing just that. It is that weekend. It is peak weekend and just about peak. Although I have to say it is still not quite peak in some areas. So you may see the leaf peepers around for another couple of weeks. And I may well be one of them. More on that in a little bit. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a couple of Wellingtons uh, that is going to be a great thing to talk about. And uh, we're going to speak about uh, some uh, great previews that we have. Actually, a preview and a rollout. The rollout was dinner at Panera. And you may be listening to me saying, okay. Um, you know, you go into Panera, and Panera's there for dinner. Well, depending on where you are, the uh, Panera's in Rhode Island, and and uh, just in Rhode Island, just in Rhode Island, a couple in Massachusetts, but close to the Providence area, are starting something new with a dedicated dinner menu with specific dinner items, like a sweet potato mash as a side, and this sesame chicken that is really quite, quite something. And so there was a there was an event the other night, and the food media got invited to dinner. And if you check the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, you're going to see some of the dinner items. And it was great fun, and we'll talk about that. So uh, that's a rollout. The preview is we're going to preview the taste of fall that is going to take place. Got a couple of uh, big food events in Rhode Island over the next couple of weeks. This week and next. This week it's the taste of fall which is in Warwick, and the next week is the Taste of Southern Rhode Island, which is in, say it with me, Southern Rhode Island. <laughs> so we'll have a little bit of a, a little bit of a chat about those. The, um, but we're here at the Blue Plate Diner, and this is great for a number of different reasons. I mean, this is the place to come in the fall. Diners were made for fall, so wherever your favorite diner is, it is especially good this weekend. But here... We have uh, something special going on, and that's a loyalty program. And uh, Ted and I are going to talk about that, uh, Ted Carusas, and we're also going to talk about it in the. We're also going to talk about in the next podcast. We're going to talk about the third place. You know what that is? It's the place where you come that's not home and not work. Nobody stays home. Right. That's one of the reasons why there's traffic everywhere. There's traffic in Hinesburg. There's traffic in North Kingstown. There's traffic everywhere. And it doesn't matter the hour, the day or night. And part of the reason is we just don't stay home. We have home, but that's the place where you go to, you know, take a shower and maybe sleep. And then you have work, sometimes home and work at the same place. But then there's the third place, which is the place that maybe you go where there's the coffee and the couch and the Wi-Fi and you do your work, or you have a meeting, or the place that you go to hang out. Well, that used to be called a few different things, like the diner. Or, actually, I went one better, and uh, you'll hear about this, and it really harks back to a favorite theory of mine in that life is junior high school. And it goes back to the place that you went and hung out after school. So anyway, the third place. 
So I've heard this expression, the third place. Yep, uh, the, the third place is a, a term that was coined by Howard Schultz back in the late 90s when, he, when Starbucks was really taking off. Uh, and um, the first place is considered home. Second yeah. place would be work. And the third place is a place where you can gather with your friends, socialize, have a, a, a coffee, and, and just hang out. And that third place became the core, which is funny, but it became the core of what Starbucks stood for for years. A comfortable place with a comfy chairs. It kind of repositioned uh, uh, and caused everybody in that genre to change and take note. For example, Dunkin' Donuts has done a lot of rehabs. They've mm-hmm. changed everything. And it was interesting because for years, I think they tried to stay away from drive-thrus. Right. But the success of this app, the Starbucks app, because yes. no one wants to wait in line, right. has created, even though it is a third place, not many people hang out as much. Yeah. Right? They grab it and they go. So the third place is interesting. People still will need a third place, but it's not like it used to be where you can hang out and just loiter and have free Wi-Fi and a cup of coffee and whatever. People are usually going to these third places to either hang out with their friends or to get work done. So structurally, you've had a lot of places pop up like, you've heard of WeWork. Oh, yes. They had a lot of trouble. Issues, right. Because a successful one in Newport, though. Yeah, it's like these collaborative uh, spaces where you can kind of rent space and work together. And so we actually, a lot of restaurants, including ourselves, actually have um, empty spaces. For example, a back room that is not... Private dining room. A private dining room that is not always in use. And people will actually, they don't necessarily rent it out, but they come in and they'll grab either breakfast or lunch and have a little meeting space and get work done and collaborate and and then head out. So it's interesting how a lot of restaurants actually are kind of jumping on this third place bandwagon uh, offering a place where people can get work can have meetings can have lunch and meetings it's similar to you know this nothing's new in the world right, right? in the old days in the 80s it used to be the three martini lunch right uh, back in the 50s and 60s even in the 40s um, it was the diner right right where people would go to hang out and get to know uh, you know get You'd to know meet their everybody neighbor. at the diner every morning right every morning have your coffee all the laborers would hang out before yes. they went to their third shift or what have you so so there really is we are social beings right I just thought of another another thing that maybe this is more of a substitute for remember the place you hung out after school I don't remember ever hanging out. <laughs> well, I was always having to go to sports or something like that. I wish I could. It was usually like a pizza parlor yes. or an ice cream shop, yes. stuff like that. Well, at least that's when you see the memorabilia, right. you know, the nostalgia on the TV, or happy days, stuff like that. Yeah, right. it was a place that you'd either walk by. Oh, we were happy days. Right. Tell me, yeah, that, that was our life. But the the place, a place that now it's funny you say you talk about playing sports and stuff. I had to walk from the school to the to the sports field, the uh, football field. In the spring, you you play track. And we'd walk by this little place. It was in Massachusetts, and they called it a spa. Yeah. In uh, Newport, we got the Franklin Spa, That's for right. example, right? So it's like a ca- luncheonette or a counter yes. where you can get something on the cheap, like a grilled cheese, maybe a shake, of yes. a chocolate milk. Exactly right. So that's that was kind of a little hangout that you'd stop in. I don't quite know how we stopped in after practice when we were all sweaty and dirty and everything else. But, I, you know, your memory is faulty. But, right. But I think that may be at the heart of this whole third place thing because life is junior high school, right? Right. We are social creatures. We want to be surrounded with people that are like-minded, even though we want diversity. At least that's what we coach everybody on. But the reality is we like to hang out with people very similar to us or with people who we want to aspire to be like. So you get into these like loops and places. If a buddy's hanging out somewhere, you end up hanging out there as well. The reality is that you can't 
work with no play. Right. And, and, you know, there's only so much you can do at home, especially if you're a social creature. So you find things. The third place could be, for some people, a soccer field. Right. I mean, you know, you, you have your, your connections. You you hang. Your kid is playing with another kid. You like the kid, the parents. You like them. You start hanging out there. So we've all become very, very socialized and very conditioned. And um, the reality is that we reflect and society reflects that need to be connected with other people and so um one of the original places was the diner yes absolutely the diner was one of the original places the luncheonettes as you described uh, you know a soda shop like that problem is though we become more programmed in our lives we lose sometimes we disconnect when we become programmed because we just cut tunnel vision i gotta work i gotta go to school then i gotta go to soccer practice and i gotta do this Uh, i gotta go to work and then when i'm done with work i gotta get home and take care of my kids and get, take them to practice and whatever and so you lose that social connectivity and so to get that little reprieve or the water cooler right I mean that's another right. third place right a lot the boss might not like it but that's uh, you know so uh, we need that third place and it's just healthy for everyone to realize that and to have discourse and dialogue and, and have that third place there are worse places you could make for a third place than here at the diner at yeah, the blue well, yeah, I appreciate that yeah <laughs> it feels like it's my uh, one two and three place though <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us feel that way about our place of work, but you know there are worse places you can work, Ted. I'll That's, tell you. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well said. Our questions du jour this week and last week, and actually, I'm, I may have to change the name of the question du jour to the question de fromage, because we are cheese centric here. Well, you know, we're all over the radio in Vermont, so maybe that's it. This week's question du jour: What is the difference between white and yellow cheese? Whatever kind of cheese, cheddar, American, whatever kind of cheese. What is the difference between white and yellow cheese? And I try to make these Google-proof. It's a little bit of a hobby with me to play trivia and do this stuff on the radio. And the key, the fine point is, and if you go to trivia nights at the bar, you know that uh, part of the deal is to try to outfox the judge or the MC and try to Google the answer, right? And you can't do it. So these guys that run these trivia nights go out of their way to make these questions Google-proof. They know your type. They know what you're up to. You'll do anything to win that, that free drink or that gift card or whatever. So I, I try to make these questions du jour Google-proof, and I do that by, of course, Googling. Very difficult to find this. It can be found, but it, it's not going to be found in the usual places. You can't find it, for example on the Cabot Cheese website. So I've I've already looked, so you don't have to. So we'll have some fun with that today on today's Dining Out with Bruce Newberry here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at the Blue Plate. Dave's is fresh, familiar, and 50. Yes, and Dave's is Rhode Island. We're going to talk about one of, the, one of the local products, one of the local tastes, if you will, that you can not only find at Dave's Marketplace, but also see in the spotlight if you drive Route 95 and you see Dave's big billboard up there. Dave's is really shining the spotlight on some great Rhode Island tastes, and we're going to talk about another one in a little bit. It's granola. Yes, who doesn't like granola? Anyway, we get to that. Last week's question du jour, what is the difference between Putin and cheese fries? I, as I said, we're dangerously close to just turning this thing into the cheese question of the day, the question to fromage. But the difference between the poutine 
and the cheese fries, not only is it the curds, because it has to be the curds, otherwise it's just melted cheese. So it's the curds, but then it's also the gravy. Yes. And preferably that kind of chicken and beef deal going on there. It has to be, I think, with all respect to my dear friends and uh, those and loved ones who may be a flexitarian or vegan or what have you, it's got to be chicken and beef gravy. Yeah. <laughs> right? So there's that. Our Food Dude Facebook poll question today, and this came out of the the rollout at Panera the other night, because the Panera is one of the places that has been required to put calorie counts on the menus. So if you notice, if you, if you look really closely at the picture of the Panera dinner selections on the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, you're, you're going to see calorie counts. I mean, you really have to look close. You have to magnify that thing to a fair thee well to be able to see. In, and you're just better off looking at the delicious flatbread, that blue cheese and steak flatbread, and even that cucumber and tomato and uh, uh, mozzarella salad and the sesame chicken and the sweet potato mash. Just, just gaze at those for a while. You'll be much better off. But our Food Dude Facebook poll question, do you use the calorie counts that are posted on menus these days? Do you pay attention to them? Do you not believe them? Anyway, love to hear what you have to say about that. Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, you will hear Charisse, correctly pronounced with an Irish brogue. Yes, who else could pull this off? But yeah, we're going to visit with this nice couple who I just met who run the County Cork Irish Pub in Warwick, in Warwick, Rhode Island. And they're going to be part of the Taste of Fall this coming week. And I was introduced to them, and they are just the nicest couple. And she's from Cork, and he's not. And uh, they describe some of the menu, and they have this amazing hash on their breakfast menu at an Irish pub. Follow me through this now. Irish pub owned by a, a girl from County Cork and her hubby, who's from Rhode Island. They have authentic Irish items on the menu, but they do a real Irish breakfast, one of the signature dishes of which is a corned beef hash with chorizo. <laughs> Are you with me so far? Anyway, when we talk chorizo, we talk gas bars. Of course, the Portuguese sausage, the linguiça, and the churis that the whole world can enjoy. It is delicious. For breakfast, just uh, right there with your eggs. So, so good. Sizzles up so nicely. And some great places like diners like the Blue Plate put churis in the hash. In fact, there's one item on the uh, Benedict menu here that has a very, very spicy deal going on here. Actually, it's it's a Southwest deal, and it has not only churis, but churis hash. Mm-hmm. If you like it spicy, that's what you want to look for. But don't look for something that's that has an I-C-E in it. Churis is spelled and looks like chorico, but it's pronounced churis or churis. It's okay. And uh, Gaspar's is available at all major supermarkets. Gaspar's for 95 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Sardella's, 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday special is now better than ever. It always has been the best deal in town, and uh, people who hang around Newport know all about that. But now, dinner for two from a select menu for $19 includes the choice of an authentic Imbriglio's Margarita Pizza Napolitana from next door, the Sardella family baking business. And you can add a select bottle of wine for $13. It's where everyone in Newport has been coming for 30 years. Perfect for a group of friends or just the two of you. So why don't you make a reservation for Monday? Yeah, still part of that three-day weekend, Columbus Day or Tuesday or Wednesday night. Sardella's at 30 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport, 849-6312 and sardellas.com. In the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Blue Plate Diner, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Everybody has a must-eat list. A few places, maybe two or three, that you keep as a go-to. On the East Bay, more must-eat lists include 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the view from those panoramic picture windows in the dining room. It enchants you as you overlook the Sakana River leading to the ocean in Mount Hope Bay. 15 Point Road. Maybe it's the local menu featuring creative seafood from the boats right across the harbor and the amazing dinner selections chef chris is ever changing his eclectic delights contemporary and innovative dishes like little necks peri peri with white beans and churis deconstructed beef wellington seafood mount hope like that review said don't miss the stuffies don't miss 15 point road island park portsmouth just off route 24 south of the sakana river bridge the address is the same as the name sean and carly smith and food dude bruce newberry invite you to 15 15-point road and check out 15pointroad.com Perella's Ristorante. Lou Perella is back. Some restaurants are farm to table, but Perella's is farm. Four Town Farm, which everybody knows. To farm. Steve Noons is a local farmer. To farm. You know, I used to get a lot of things from D'Alessandro's farm. To table. And I was there, picked zucchini flowers the other morning. Yeah. Yes. Friends waiting to serve you. Corn and zucchini and squash and beautiful, beautiful eggplant. And what will you do with those eggplant? Well, the eggplant, we make the eggplant rollatini. Today, I I did a barbecue, so I made like a ratatouille. You know, eggplant with zucchini and peppers and onions and left it in the smoker yesterday while I was smoking the ribs. Wow. So it was like a roasted smoked vegetable, grilled vegetables. So I'll take them, I slice them long ways, I just marinate them in some oil and garlic. Everything, everything's here. Everything is here. Friends and family. Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren. Lou is back. He'd love to see you. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Here at the end of the counter at the Blue Plate Diner the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. This week on the road, you're going to see the big Dave's billboard sign, American Muscle Harvesters, Lost Art Cultured Foods. She does some amazing things with not only kraut, but uh, cabbage and a whole bunch of other things. Minnie is her name. Warwick Ice Cream, Willow Tree, and more Rhode Island foods in the spotlight at Dave's. And you know what? There's another Dave's Taste of Rhode Island Day coming 
in early November. All right. The Food Dude knows. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, brought to you by 15 Point Road. Dinner nightly, except Monday. It's a go-to. It's on everybody's go-to list, 15 Point Road. So, let us talk about uh, one of those spotlight foods and talk about something that I don't think there's anybody that doesn't like granola. I don't think anybody doesn't like (laughs) granola, but this is a granola that everybody loves because it's a Rhode Island granola. Let's talk about sacred cow granola with Maureen Maloney. Maureen, nice to have you with us. Thank you, Bruce. It's great to be here. Great to talk to you. How long has it been since Sacred Cow Granola made its debut? Well, we sold our first bottle of granola in December of 2014. Prior to that, I had worked on the recipe for about a year, year and a half. So it took a while to create the perfect granola recipe. What makes granola? Why is it different from cereal? You know, it's hard to find a true definition of granola. It must be a European word or a concoction of words. Hmm. Um, you know, it's open to interpretation a little bit. Some people actually don't know what granola is when you tell them at a farmer's market. Or oh, my gosh, really? You're at a store. Yeah. 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 They'll say, well, well, what is that? Is it like a cereal? Or, of course, it is best known as a cereal, but we eat it quite often as a snack right out of the jar or as a topping on apple crisp or ice cream or pudding or yeah. you get the idea. What's in yeah. sacred cow granola? Well, it's a secret recipe, <laughs> I can tell you. We can kind of, can we can kind of taste it, Maureen. I mean, sure. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, there are three kinds of nuts. Three kinds of seeds. We sweeten with organic maple syrup. Uh, we recently switched to main grain oats, which are organic, and we're really happy about that because we're supporting a main farm as well. Nice. And yeah, and uh, we have a secret spice mix that we put together, including some Indian spices, which is a little bit why that name Sacred Cow, gotcha. the Holy Granola Experience. Yeah, it and is, so it's really full of heart-healthy foods. You know, the nuts and the seeds have a lot of omega-3s and so on. There you go. So it was originally a kind of healthy alternative to cereal, and wherever the mm-hmm. origins of the word and the idea, it was always perceived to be something that you can feel good about eating, and it makes you feel good, too. Right. And what better does granola go with than milk? And what better <laughs> does it does milk go with than granola? So... It started, you started out on the milk trucks. Right. That's great. Uh, yeah, because we, the Monroe Dairy asked us to create this granola, and they started selling it pretty much at the end of 2014, beginning of 2015. And we grew pretty rapidly throughout that year. 2015, people really liked it. Around about, I'd say, November of 2015, we started knocking on a few doors. We went to see our friend Ken over at Dave's Market. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a chance. And you're on the shelf at Dave's, but it still comes in a bottle. It does. And we did have to add the pouch. I really love the mason jar because it's a reusable package. It's eco-friendly. But there are some cases where a mason jar just isn't appropriate. So right. we had to expand our packaging. Yeah. That's okay. We still have the spirit of the yeah. mason jar. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll always be there. And now everybody gets a chance to see Sacred Cow Granola as we're out on the road mm. because you're one of the select group of uh, products that is featured at Dave's Marketplace that we can see featured on the big Dave sign 
there on Route 95 <laughs> near Route 37. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> And yeah. it is a very, very exciting indeed. So uh, what's next for Sacred Cow Granola, Maureen? Well, we recently graduated from Hope in Maine. So we've been in our own kitchen since about January. And Hope in Maine is a kitchen incubator in Warren where we've largely got our start. So now that we are in our own kitchen at the dairy in East Providence, we have the opportunity to create a lot more products. We have a lot more free time to do R&D. And... We've been working on a group of products that kind of go hand-in-hand hand with our granola. So we're working on a nut mix, a trail mix, an energy bar or a, a bite, if you will, a small something that you can travel with, take on a bike ride or a hike. Um, so all kinds of things that are sort of related to granola. Well, isn't that exciting? We'll look forward to seeing those. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I think you'll like them. I'm sure we will. Maureen Maloney from <laughs> Sacred Cow Granola. All the best to you and everybody. And... Will we see you at Dave's Local Day? Absolutely. We love Dave's Local Day. It's so, so much fun just to get together with uh, all of these creators and purveyors. A lot of them started out like you did at Hope in Maine, but a lot of them, mm -hmm. every last one of them has a story to tell, and there's nothing like food with a story. So we will uh, look true. forward to seeing you, and of course, you're making lots and lots of friends with the great sacred cow granola. Maureen Maloney, thanks very much. Thank you, Bruce. I appreciate your time. And that is a taste of uh, sacred cow granola, and uh, I like that idea of the the Indian spice. You know, I've got to I've got to go back and have another taste of that sacred cow granola. We're going to talk about Indian food and how uh, there is a someone else in southern Vermont. We're we're down south, y'all, this weekend uh, is really making some friends and has made some friends with a food truck specializing in Indian and in fact southern Indian. And now is going the brick-and-mortar route, which is always exciting. So it's southern India and southern Vermont and all that. So uh, more on that in a minute. We were talking a few weeks back, and I think it's been kind of a re recurring theme. We actually posted it and had it as a uh, question on social media about the whole idea of the beyond meat and the beyond and the impossible and all that stuff. And how those who really are going in the flexitarian or vegan direction are a little turned off by it because that's why they gave up meat in the first place because they didn't really like the taste of it. So why would they go with something that tastes like meat? Well, if you're familiar with Be Good, which is a, well, they're called a casual fast food chain, but they are actually making a bunch of friends and they're around uh, New England and a lot of other places. I think they have 65 stores, which I had no idea. They started in Maine, actually, but they're called Boston-based. And they are rolling out what they're calling a flexitarian line of burgers. But what they're going for is something in the middle between the real meat and the stuff that tastes like meat that actually comes out of a laboratory. Observing the rise in the popularity of meat substitutes. This was from, actually, a uh, restaurant trade publication. The chain conducted consumer tests, and they have a line of four burgers that are vegan burgers, if you will. And they have beans, beets, chickpeas, rice, wild rice, pineapple, right? And a spokesperson for Be Good said... Look, we need to use whole ingredients with everybody who, with which everyone is familiar and not be getting our ingredients out of the lab, right? 
We want to celebrate the vegetables, not that they taste or behave like meat. Yeah. We chose this middle path as a way to give people what they wanted, but do it in a way that was true to ourselves. So the line off launched this week. So uh, we have to check that out, I think. How about that? A vegan burger that's actually proud to say it's a it's a vegan burger. Well, that's what happens at Cov. I mean, Cov has had a a black bean burger on the menu, on the lunch menu, and it's on the bistro menu, too, for, gosh, 10 years or so anyway. And it's delicious. And it is a totally different taste. It does not taste like meat, but it, it is delicious. And you can... You can dress it up like a burger, the way that you like a burger, and it's just so good. So there we go. So how about that? Next half hour, we're going to talk to Ted about the Fall Friends Loyalty Club, because we're here at the Blue Plate Diner. And if you are on your way to the Stowe Fall Foliage Arts Festival, there's a couple of suppers that you could hit. Yes. And uh, next hour... By the way, I'm going to have the winners of the Williston Chowder Challenge. Now, we talked about that last week, and there were a lot of friends of us and friends of WVMT who are in the Chowder Challenge, and sometimes the winners of these contests are a little, little tough to come by, but uh, they, have been, they have been disclosed. <laughs> and I'm nothing if I'm not a powerful and influential food dude, so I got it. And I'll have it for you. I'll have them for you in a little bit here on the uh, Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. But let me say a word, if I might, about Castle Hill Inn. Because, you know, those hills with all the foliage and the leaves and stuff and a Route 100 is not the only place where you can find foliage. It is just turning in Rhode Island. And the drive out to Castle Hill Inn on the Ocean Drive is more and more beautiful by the day. So maybe if you want to get away from the place where everybody from New York and Connecticut has gone to get away, <laughs> come to Rhode Island for foliage season and plan a getaway this fall or even this winter at the Castle Hill Inn. It is beautiful. It is romantic. You know who was here at the Castle Hill Inn this week? The Real Housewives of New York. Yes. But <laughs> I mean, if that's a if that's an endorsement, by all means. If it's not, well, they're they're gone. So, but they loved what you'll love. The fact that the bay stays there. I mean, it was all rough this week, but the bay stays out there all year long. We don't pull it in in the fall. There is still sailing to watch and nature walks and bonfires and leaves to kick and and there are even stars to watch. Now, there's a full moon tonight that you may actually be able to see in southern New England. Now, it's, if you're listening to us in uh, Vermont or New York or in Quebec, you're saying, what is he talking about? It's beautiful, and it is a gorgeous weekend. We It has been so crummy in southern New England all week, I can't begin to tell you. And we had this, this storm that just kind of sat off the coast all week long. And a couple of days, we just had these hellacious winds. So it was like being in a, a Sherlock Holmes adventure, marooned on the moors somewhere. All gone now, and it is turning into what will be a very, very nice fall weekend. And the leaves are just beginning to turn. So if I'm tempting you at all with a cozy fireplace in your room, an amazing dinner menu from Chef Lou Rossi, there are culinary packages that you're going to love, why don't you come on out to Castle Hill Inn and plan your getaway. There's a romance getaway. There's even an elopement getaway. 
why not? The famous Castle Hill Inn. You can visit castlehillinn.com, and uh, you can even book right there. Take advantage of some special special packages. It is uh, considered the shoulder season these days, and you're going to love it. At Castle Hill and castlehillinn.com. We're here at the Blue Play Diner. 665 West Main Road in Middletown, by the way. And uh, if you've heard me talk about the Blue Blade Diner and you have a license plate that says Je me souviens, come on in and say bonjour to Ted. He has something special just for you. It's a fact. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music on Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job, the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food. Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food. With Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Food dude. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Oh, wow. 
fellow counter-dwellers here at the Blue Fleet might be interested in uh, Tiffany's new place, or Fano, that is getting so many rave reviews, because it's Italian, and uh, these ladies just had Italian brisket and eggs from the all-day brunch menu here at the Blue Plate. Two eggs, any style, slow-braised beef brisket and tomato sauce, and uh, they look like they were enjoying the heck out of it. And we are so glad to see them and so glad to see you here at the Blue Plate Diner. Right, Ted? Well, Ted, on this uh, Saturday and on this three-day weekend. Happy Columbus Day to you. Yes, same to you. Indigenous Peoples Day. I don't know what they were. I say Columbus Day. Yeah, I know. I'm old school myself. (laughs) Me too. You have done some great things here and have listened to your guests, the people in the booths and at the counter. Yeah, so like any hopefully good business, you try and listen to your guests and kind of anticipate their needs, get feedback, and then try and grow from that uh, about maybe eight weeks ago we went through Facebook a series of asking very quick questions and one of the biggest takeaways that we got was people are looking for creative lively specials at night that they just can't make at home or that even if they do have the ingredients at home that it just takes too long and they're looking for convenience so they want home cooked meals that are reasonably priced so we came up with a couple of things that we thought appealed to the guests and all these specials are between $9.99 and like $11.99 we have beef casserole which is slow simmered braised beef very tender very flavorful, very rich. We have an Italian sausage and Parmesan polenta at $9.99, and that is outstanding, outstanding. Uh, we also have a, a, a pumpkin pasta being uh, the seasonal, just like oh, Starbucks yeah. with their seasonality. <laughs> made a, a pumpkin pasta with a mushroom ragu. That's, again, under $10, uh, and a classic beef stroganoff. We also have lamb and vegetable risotto and, and quesadillas, but... Hardy, hardy, hardy. They're hardy, um, they're flavorful, they're quick and easy for you because, you know, you just come in and you can grab them very very quickly and they're all under 11 bucks and they're available monday through friday three to close because a lot of these items are braised and slow cooked you know um we make them every day so therefore when they're out they're out so i suggest if you're going to try one of these you come in early but um they're really really good and then for lunch, everybody loves a diner lunch here at the Blue Plate Diner. Yeah, so one of the big things is we're really trying to promote our loyalty program. And one of the things that I said to myself is everybody's giving points away. Well, how can we be slightly different? So when you join our loyalty club, you get membership privileges. And one of the biggest membership privileges are valid discounts every day or just specials that are valid only to you. Wow. So one of the big things is we have breakfast specials till 11, one of which is, let's call it our early riser. So it's a two egg breakfast with coffee and toast. Normally it'd be in the seven or $8 range. This is five seventy nine, And that's only for- If you're in the club. Oh, in the club. So uh, the easiest way to get in the club is to become part of our a text club or to just go online and uh, download um, uh, the app and actually uh, become a member that way. So we're trying to innovate and find ways to stand out for our guests give value and be top of mind form. Nice. So if you're in the club, if I'm in the club, I could get a text with a special for breakfast or for lunch that's just for me. Correct. Wow. So so Monday through Friday, uh, usually about 9 a.m., we'll send out a text if you're in the club, and uh, it'll be the, the special of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And there'll also be a link that can, if it's just, if you're interested in just one, that's fine. But we usually have about between five and six different specials, both for breakfast and lunch. Seven dollar soup and sandwich combo. Nice. Uh, you know, Philly cheese steaks, which is backed by popular demand. Yeah. Uh, but only if you're part of the loyalty club. The reality is, we really want to have something for our loyal guests that not everybody can have, and everybody wants to feel special. And one way to make it feel special is to give you your own private little menu. Hopefully, it's something that catches on. But let us know what you think. Come on in and try it. Join the club. And if you want to find out more, just visit BluePlateDinerRI.com or go to your app store and just download the app. And also Facebook. Follow the Blue Plate Diner on Facebook. Be a friend. Be a friend, as so many are. And uh, you're going to find that you're going to get special things just for you from the Blue Plate Diner. It's all in the spirit of the diner. This is nothing new. Definitely. We're just embracing the technology here at the Blue Plate Diner. But I'll tell you, you, you cannot do technology with uh, the Vermont skillet. I mean, it's potatoes and eggs the way you like them and sausage and ham and onions. And uh, I do have mine with a short stack, but that's just me. Which brings us to our Food Dude Facebook poll today. Do you pay attention to the calorie counts that are now on many menus? And uh, Greg says... No, I order what sounds good on the menu. I worry more about the portion size. If it's a large portion, my wife and I will share it. And then Amy says, or bring it home for lunch the next day. Yes, we all love the Abadanza and the big portions. And hey, maybe that's the way that these things kind of take care of themselves and moderation and, and all of that. Now, our question du jour, what is the difference between white and yellow cheese? And you'll see some pictures on the Facebook fan page of the weekend food between uh, uh, Ben Newberry, my agent and my operative, who is uh, who took care of uh, Al's French fries, and uh, the chicken and waffles from lunch at the Blue Plate, and the dinner items at Panera that we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah, not bad at all, and you'll enjoy tasting all of those by checking out the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, and uh, this is this is it. This is our season, the foliage season, the leaf season. It is peak just about everywhere. But surprisingly, it's just before peak in a lot of places within sound of my voice. So if you're in Stowe, or around Stowe this weekend, or headed that way. There's the Fall Foliage Arts Festival going on, which is great. And, of course, you can stop by the Von Trapps and a bunch of other places. But there are a couple of places that you can that you can attend. Some real tastes of kind of old school, the local area. And we'll talk about them in a minute. And uh, our music... Here on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio, sponsored by Roberts Musical Instruments. Experience the ultimate trip through the galaxy. Roberts Musical Instruments salutes the Rhode Island Philharmonic. Branwell Toby, Branwell Toby and the Rhode Island Philharmonic perform Gustav's Holtz, the Planus. <laughs> I'm under the influence of the Vermont skillet. What in the name of Ted Caruso's is going on here? Experience the ultimate trip through the galaxy. As Bramwell Tovey and the Rhode Island Philharmonic perform Gustav Holtz, The Planets, next Saturday the 19th at the Vets in Providence, 
and a Rush Hour concert on Friday, October the 18th. Call 401-248-7000 or visit tickets.rifil.org. We have a podcast that includes most of the uh, Dining Out with Bruce Newberry radio show. It will not include the last minute and a half. I can promise you that. Uh, but if you are into podcasts, just visit your podcast place, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, 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 Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get them. Look for the Bruce Newberry Food Dude podcast and give us a five-star review if you would. Would you do that? And we're brought to you by Gaspars. The Bruce Newberry Food Dude podcast is sponsored by Gaspars, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro at the Blue Play Diner, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Majestic in its scope, dazzling in its sound, there is nothing to match the experience of hearing live in concert the planets. Experience the ultimate trip through the galaxy. Hear the planets as Bramwell Tovey and the Rhode Island Philharmonic perform Gustav Holst's sonic celestial showpiece. Tickets begin at $15. Call 401-248-7000 or order at tickets.rifil.org. Saturday, October 19th at the Vets in Providence and in a Rush Hour concert sponsored by Amica Insurance on October 18th. The Planets with Bramwell Tovey and your Rhode Island Philharmonic. Well, just because you have a small space or awkward configuration doesn't mean you can't have the kitchen of your dreams. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. If you begin the remodel process now, you'll have a new kitchen by the holidays. Why don't you call Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath today at 401-463-1550. Why not come to an upcoming remodeling workshop? Register online at rikb.com. You'll have the kitchen of your dreams by the holidays. Providence, what a destination for theater, for the arts, for water fire. Why don't you spend your Providence evening at Cov? No place like beautiful Cov. Sparkling and cozy on these fall evenings. Tuesday, half-off bottles of wine. Wednesday, martini specials. And Alexis Lee and Jazz. Of course, the legendary weekend brunch is always available. Cov at 14 Imperial Place in the Knowledge District. Make a reservation on Open Table. We'll see you at Beautiful Cov. Food dude. Hey, this is Emerald Lagasse. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bam! Here in the Dave's Marketplace broadcast bistro, you know, Dave's has 40 types of brick oven pizzas that you can choose. I mean, some of them you can sort of mix and match. They're all out of that Dave's brick oven in your Dave's. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is familiar. Dave's is 50. <laughs> Dave's is Rhode Island. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace broadcast bistro. And if you are uh, finding your way in and around the central part of the state of Vermont and 
checking out the leaves, you can still make the chicken pie supper this afternoon. I guess it would be this afternoon. There's two seatings at the Trinity United Methodist Church in Montpelier. There's a seating at 4.30 and a seating at 6. And yeah, this is your this is your homemade, made by the church ladies, chicken pie. Ooh, nothing like it. And I'm sure that they would be more than happy to discuss the recipe with you for the crust. And, and they probably can tell you exactly where the chicken's from and the veggies and all of that stuff. Three seatings. So you could still make it there to the Trinity United Methodist Church in Montpelier. I mean, is that a quintessential way to spend a fall weekend? Also, if you're closer to Virgins in Addison County, there is a roast turkey supper between 5 and 6.30 this afternoon at the Virgins United Methodist Church. And uh, that's a big buffet with kind of a sliding scale in terms of price. So that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, so what, and, and how about this? Takeout is available. I wonder if those church suppers are going to start going with the delivery, you know? Is DoorDash going to start servicing the chicken pie and the ham and bean suppers and things? That the, who knows? Hey, it could be another revenue stream. These guys have to have uh, money for the funds for the work that they do and the worthwhile things that they do. So, again, boy, what a quintessential New England experience for you. Book your stay at the Castle Hill Inn at castlehillinn.com because more than memories are included, full gourmet breakfast and afternoon tea and even parking, which is a commodity as we know. castlehillinn.com. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Well, not to uh, try to compete with the chicken pie supper and the turkey Thanksgiving buffet and so forth. And, I mean, either of those would certainly be considered a real taste of fall. Well, here's a taste of fall featuring samplings from local chefs and some fall previews and even some shopping. It's going to be this Wednesday, the 16th, at the Radisson Hotel in Warwick. That's near the airport. And uh, we're going to speak with one of the restaurants and pubs and so forth who will be on hand. We're going to talk to our friends from County Cork Irish Pub, Cora and Patrick. And uh, they are just a wonderful couple, and you're going to enjoy meeting them. And I hope you all have a chance to speak to them. But, I mean, this is a who's who. Friends of Bruce all over the place here. Ironworks. We were there earlier in the summer. And Russell Morin with his Fresh Eats concept is going to be there. And uh, as well as Warwick Ice Cream, Harbor Lights. Sweet D's, A&J Bakery, they were on the Dave's billboard the other week, Libations, and uh, Cork and Rye, Papaginos, Cozy Caterers, Bertucci's, and uh, Twisted Pizza, as well as Utter Delights. Yes, it is what you think it is. And uh, Tavolo, and then you can even do some shopping Cute as a button designs will be on hand and staples and triple A. <laughs> so you can do a little shopping, do a little eating, and uh, have a taste of fall. Food do. I am Jacques Pepin. <laughs> 
uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. Well, Jacques, if you were a member of the Fall Friends Loyalty Club here at the Blue Plate Diner, you know what you could have had for lunch this week? You would have gotten a text saying, hey, just for you, the turkey melt with apple, brie, cranberry walnut, served with a choice of chips or slaw. Mm-hmm. So what you do is get exclusive membership deals and special offers via text, via email, opt out at any time, but you're not going to want to because they're so good and you save some money and you're like an insider. So visit BluePlateDinerRI.com or ask your server here at the Blue Plate Diner at 665 West Main Road here in Middletown. It's off to the old sod. So here we are at the County Cork Irish Pub with Cora and Patrick. Good to see you. Good to see you too, sir. Welcome. Well, this is a, a treat. We're here on Warwick Cove. And so what came first, the, the beer, the food, the Irish stew, the boats, the water? How? Why this location, Pat? Uh, probably the boats and the water. Yeah. Uh, we went to open up a place. Uh, we, we had a boat down here ourselves. We had come here to eat before we owned it. Yeah, it just seemed like a, a great place to open up an Irish pub. And you guys have been here for how long? Eight years now. So you guys are well established. Everybody knows where you are. This is great. Had you been in the food business before? Yeah, I worked in bars all my life, basically. Yeah. It's not my first rodeo. Not your first rodeo. <laughs> Nobody else will say it quite like that, though. I like that a lot. So what are you going to be serving at the Taste of Fall? Uh, we're going to be serving Irish stew and corned beef. The Irish stew is my mother's recipe from Ireland and Cork in Ireland. Right. And um, it's, it consists of potatoes, carrots, onions, um, Guinness. It gets poured into it as well and right. flavors it. And our own special little recipe that we throw in. Right. And you did mention Guinness. Yes, I did. I mentioned Guinness. <laughs> Very good. So what's the secret to, to good Irish stew? Does it have to cook for a long time? Um, it does. Yeah, it has to be uh, flavorful and the meat has to be done properly. So it cooks for about two to three hours. Two to three hours. Yes. That's the, the kind of sweet spot right there. Yes. Very, very yes. Good. And it's kind of like St. Patrick's Day here every day, right? Just about, yeah. Because you guys have uh, corned beef. You can have a corned beef sandwich here every day. Every day. We do uh, fish and chips every day, corned beef. Uh, we do Rubens. And Guinness. And Guinness. <laughs> Guinness every day. A lot of Guinness. We serve Smittix also. Excellent. That's the real deal right here. So uh, this is terrific. So when uh, you're certainly not the first Irish pub to open up, and uh, we uh, certainly celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day in Newport a little bit and, and lots of other places. Around Rhode Island, but there's a difference between you know just saying you're an Irish pub or coming in and singing a song once in a while and being the real deal. What do you think the real difference is in this pub? Yeah, and um, because I'm Irish, I'm true. I'm 100% Irish. So when you get an Irish welcome when you walk in the door, always, always, always. What brought you here? Uh, I met my husband in Germany. In Germany? Yes. All right. Yep. We uh, ironically we met in an Irish pub in Germany. There you go. Yeah. That was it. We fell in love and that was it. Oh, that's all that it takes. <laughs> and and so you were in love, so you didn't have to convince her about 
Rhode Island. Did you tell her any stories about Rhode Island? Actually, we lived in, in Germany together for uh, 10 years. Is that right? 10 years. I was in the Marine Corps. I was uh, worked at the American Constant in Germany. Uh, Whereabouts? In Hamburg. And I get out and stay there as a civilian, and I had a, I got a job working, and uh, we went to an Irish power one day, and, and this she was, and we've been together ever since. Well, all right. Years. 26 years. What a great story. You guys must have met when you were very young. We did, actually. We were about 12. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the drinking age in Germany. Yeah, absolutely. I th- I've heard that. Yes. I've, this is great. What a nice, nice story. Are there any influences or th- anything on the menu from your time in, in Hamburg? Really, no. We cater, we cater to the American taste, basically. Yeah. We've got a ribeye steak yeah. dinner. Yes, we do. And we also have bangers and mash. Wow. And that's on the entree menu. Yes. Excellent. Not just for breakfast anymore. Yeah, we do. We do a lot of appetizers like chicken tenders, chicken wings, nachos. I see you have soggies on the menu. So yes, we do we have do. a Rhode Island influence. Yes, we have a Rhode Island influence. And John stuffies. That's all part of the New England uh, There you go. Right on the water. So Plus you're on the water. Yes. Tell me about the stuffy recipe. Where, whose recipe is that? Uh, that's actually uh, the Ken. Ken is our cook. He runs our kitchen. He's been with us for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got picked to do the... Um, uh, the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, property. Oh, sure. So we went that. Gail was nice enough to come in and and, uh, and eat here, and she invited us to the, the Critics' Choice Award, and that's mainly because of Ken and his cooking. He does a, he does a great job in the kitchen. Terrific. And uh, now he's been here for five years. Where did he cook before that? Do you know? Um, I know he was down south, uh, Virginia, uh, someplace. Yeah. I'm trying to think of where the stuffy recipe comes from, Virginia. No, he was taught it up here. I, he was taught it up oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So describe his stuffies. They're really. Well, good. I can tell you, they're they're got cherise in them. Uh, peppers, green and red peppers, and the stuffing is our own special stuffing, which I won't tell you on the air. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. And you even said Cherise right. Yes, Cherise. I know, I right, said Cherise right. From Cork? I mean, there, <laughs> there are people who, who didn't come through Cork who don't know how to say Cherise. <laughs> oh, definitely don't know. Well, a lot of them confuse it with the Spanish sausage chorizo, but that's a, that's a whole other thing. They kind of over over culinary everything. So we've got the stew, we've got the corned beef, we've got the stuffies, we've got the soggies. What else is a must-try on the menu here at County Court? Uh, fish and chips. Ooh, tell me about those. We do um, two pieces of fish with fries, well, chips. Right. And um, What kind of fish? It's cod. It's fresh. Coleslaw. I was going to say coleslaw. And coleslaw. Very and good. tartar sauce. Excellent. That's just great. And you're open all year? Open year round. We just went to winter hours. Uh, during the summer, we open at 1230 for our lunch. Uh, when the kids go back to school, the lunch kind of drops off. And we go. We open up at 5 o'clock every day. Sure. Except for the weekends. Uh, we open at 1230 like we always do. And it's the only time of the year we do breakfast. We do it one day a week, Sundays only, from 9 to 12, from now until... The Sunday before Mother's Day. How nice. Now, t- tell me what's on that breakfast menu. Is it? Are there some Irish influences there by yes, chance? Yes, there is. There's corned beef hash. We mm. make ourselves. We put green and red peppers and onions in it. And, uh, it's very, very good with a nice over-easy egg on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very good. Very, very good. We also have Irish sausages. Very nice. Uh, We tried the real Irish breakfast, but people didn't like the blood pudding. 
right. Yeah, it's it's a little tough when you get too authentic. Yes, I know. Yeah, exactly. We really got authentic that time, but it didn't work. So we we, we cater for the Rhode Islanders then. Right, exactly. But you've got a big breakfast. You got the uh, the eggs, and you've got the corned beef hash. Everybody loves that. Make our own sausage and gravy, mm. and makes his speciality from the south: sausages yeah. and gravy. Right. Biscuits. How nice is that? They really are. Very good. So that's Sunday from uh, 9 until noon until the Sunday before Mother's Day. How nice. Very, very nice. Well, this is great. What a find. The County Cork Irish Pub. Great to be able to talk to you about the uh, the taste of the fall. You guys must have been really excited when they started flying back and forth to Cork out of, out of uh, TF Green. It was very good for me. I flew from TF Green to Cork City. Did you? Right to my mother's house. Oh, that's right great. To my mother's house. Have your family members visited here and oh, then yes, have, yes, uh, have been here? What do they think? Every year they love it here. Mm-hmm. Because in the, come in the summer, we have 12 tables outside with umbrellas. Keep the sun off your head. <laughs> well, some of us do have perfectly shaped heads that don't require a lot of hair. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and um, they love it here. They sit outside all the time. It's beautiful. That's Absolutely. Great. Oh, how nice. Well, what a nice place and what a nice couple. So happy to talk to you. And uh, we're glad that you're part of the Taste of Fall here with us here in Warwick, uh, Cora and Patrick. Great to see you both. We wish you all the best and uh, it's great to see you with the Taste of Fall. Thanks, Thank folks. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, she rubbed my head. They all do. And uh, the Taste of Fall featuring County Cork and a whole bunch of local chefs and shopping and such is going to be Wednesday night at the Radisson in Warwick and it's from the Central Rhode Island Chamber of Commerce. Tickets available on checkoutri.com. And we'll see you there. Hey, it is peak foliage weekend. And in southern New England, we are just approaching peak here. And it is a lovely drive out the Ocean Drive in Newport to Castle Hill Inn. Book your stay this fall and even this winter at Castle Hill Inn. More than memories are included. Full gourmet breakfast, afternoon tea, parking, nature walks, bonfires, and on-staff astronomer. We don't take the bay in during the fall and the winter. It is lovely. And uh, not only that, but there's great culinary with Chef Lou Rossi. There's some culinary getaways, romance getaways, wine and dine getaways, of course, even an elopement getaway. So think about it. There are lots of uh, specials that just kind of pop up. So the place to go is CastleHillInn.com. CastleHillInn.com. 590 Ocean Drive. In Newport, Rhode Island. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. So you heard Lou Perella. Some of you heard Lou Perella uh, a little while ago. And yes, Hollywood has visited Warren, Rhode Island and Perella's. And the show Restaurant Impossible. Uh, they'll, we'll make over at Perella's the other day. And so if you visit Perella's this weekend, you're going to find some new items on the menu. In fact, you're going to find a completely new menu with some of the things that you would expect at a place like uh, Perella's Ristorante, like rigatoni bolognese and some gnocchi, some interesting new creations. But Lou is still there. He would love to see you, and he has not gone Hollywood at all. He may be wearing sunglasses, but he'll and he'll give you his autograph. So why not stop in this weekend at Perella's, and he'll tell you the whole story. And the bar, 
was not on TV. So the bar is still as you remember. So come on in and watch the game. I know the Patriots aren't playing, but you'll find a game to watch. There's always a game on. Friendliest place in Warren. 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren. The Perellas new from the TV show. Lou is still there, and he would love to see you. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Blue Play Diner, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bruce Newberry. The food dude. 